Another blood red sunset and yet another moon face and still another hundred miles to my next resting place Driving down the road as on the horizon within my car I'm all alone but feeling good and feeling strong knowing that this path I'm on brings me to Hey now all, I'm Joey C. Welcome back to another episode of Spirit Sherpa. This is the show that helps and encourages you on your journey to unlock your magic mojo. With me as always is the spirit doctor, Kelly Sparta. Hey Kelly. Hey Joey. What's shaking? What's shaking, bacon? I don't know. <laughs> it's Sunday. I'm tired. It is Sunday. And and by the way, on the day that we're recording, if we're talking wheel of the year and to remove some of that fourth wall, which you often do, so I, I'm going to do it here. It is International Talk Like a Pirate Day today. Yeah. Okay. It be. It be. So, and you remember I worked the Renaissance Fair for me. I do. Yes. I, so I actually know the entire pirate alphabet. <laughs> I, I'm feeling like that needs to be a bonus episode where Kelly just gives us the pirate alphabet. I'm, I'm saying that and I'm going, oh, do I know how to do it? We'll, we'll let you think on it. We won't we won't put you on the yeah. spot, but we'll we'll yeah. come back to that. It's been a long point. time. Yeah. <laughs> it's been probably, you know, five, seven years since yeah. I've done it. I'm like, hmm, can I tickle that part of my brain? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So today is International Taco Like a Pirate Day, which is a day that I celebrate every year. So us recording today is 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 kind of wonderful for, to me. It's like a double celebration. It's Spirit Sherpa celebration and it's it be pirate celebration, too. Oh, indeed it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so anyway, how do we mix pirates into spirituality? Is that is that a thing we can do or are we just going to have a different theme here? No, we totally could. <laughs> pirates were the ultimate individualists. They really were. They were uh, meritocracy, a complete meritocracy, right? Uh, and so they were absolutely about individualism, meritocracy and plunder. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. This is perfect. All right. <laughs> well, there we go. Great, great episode, everyone. Go be a meritocracy, be individualist and plunder. No, no, that's not what we're saying here. <laughs> that is not at all what the goal is here. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, light workers. Hi. <laughs> no, today we are talking about finding inner peace. That is not with plundering at all. No. <laughs> no. Well, and, and, you know, I'm glad we're starting on a light note because, you know, inner peace can, it will, will have us walking down some, some slightly heavier paths initially here because, you know, shit's real right now. <laughs> like, there is, I mean, we, we were having that discussion before we got on the, on the call that it's, or on the, on the podcast that we were, you know, things are like, I think people are just generally falling down, right? Yeah. It's just like, oh, I can't do this anymore. You know, the 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 pandemic uh, the exhaustion is has built up to a point where people are just going and face planting, you know. And you know, I spent oh god, I spent most of August working only as much as I absolutely had to, and then spending the rest of the time just staring into space. <laughs> 
just like, I just can't. I got nothing. And my Facebook guy is like, so you want to? I'm like, no, I don't want to do anything. He's like, but, but I'm like, no, <laughs> uh-uh, no, leave me alone. <laughs> Love you. Talk to you next month. <laughs> it's like, okay. And then he waited two months, two weeks into this month to go, how about now? And I'm like, mm, maybe. <laughs> Less no, but not quite yes. Less no, but not quite yes. Yes, it's 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 like that. So, you know, because it's always a creation process with him. It's like, do I have energy for that? I don't know. I got plenty of energy to deliver my content. Uh, the creation process around, you know, finding creative ways to put it out there. That's a different story, right? And I think a lot of people are experiencing that right now where they're just... They're, they've got enough to get by, mostly, <laughs> And the rest of it is just like, not so much, you know, part of this is about learning how to manage your energy, right? And so when we, when we talk about inner peace, uh, there's, there's a lot of elements to inner peace, right? You know, element number one is not beating the shit out of yourself on a regular basis. (laughs) That would be a good element. Yeah, you're not going to find inner peace ever if you don't learn how to, you know, shut up the abusive asshole in your head, right? Um, and so that's that's issue number one. And then issue number two is how do I not um, work myself to the point of exhaustion, right? And so you know that's that's another big one right now, right? Is that we're everything is harder. <laughs> It's still harder, even though we've managed to get out for some of the summer and and go out into the world. We've forgotten how to be social. And so, you know, the being social again is like, oh, oh, okay, Yeah. And then, you know, do I hug? Do I not hug? I don't know. Right. You know, it's it's that. Are we wearing masks? Are we not wearing masks? What the hell are we doing? Right. Is it inside? Is it outside? I mean, everything is just harder than it used to be. Right. And. So, you know, even the social time that we used to use to replenish ourselves, if we're for the extroverts, I understand introverts that you're like, fuck social time. I am not using it to replenish myself. Right. Well, and honestly, even those sort of those introverts who were managing in the past now for them, it's even twice as hard to go back into social situations because they're so out of practice. (laughs) Yeah. And so it's just like. Ah, uh, what do I do? Right. So I, I want to address the basic piece first, which is the the let's talk about the the asshole in your head, right? The short answer is tell it to sit down and shut up, which we all know works to varying levels of degree of work or not. Um, you know, that's obviously a lot of what I do in my inner peace one oh one program is help people with that piece. Um so there's the Beat yourself up because you're never good enough piece. That, that's one voice. And then there's the, oh, my God, things could go horribly wrong piece. Right. Those are actually two different voices. We often think they're the same, but they're actually two different voices. The I'm a I'm a horrible person. I suck. I'm not good enough voice is one that that it's a little more complex. And I I would really say that if that's what you're dealing with, then, you know, therapy or the inner peace program or, you know, something along those lines would be helpful for that. The, oh my God, things are going to go horribly wrong piece is actually a safety mechanism 
that is trying to keep you safe. And so it always goes to what if things go horribly wrong? And so one of the easiest solutions is to say, but what if things go wonderfully right? Right? Because, you know, that's equally likely. In fact, probably more likely because, you know, I'm a badass, right? And that's how you say it. Not me personally, but that's how you say it in your head because I'm a badass, right? And so I'm cussing a lot on this episode. <laughs> Realizing that I'm like, I must be full of piss and vinegar because, well, it's even talk like a pirate day. You set me up for it. Arr, right. We're, we're cussing like a sailor. Yeah. Go figure. <laughs> So uh, I'm nothing if not one to run with a theme. So the, but, but you are equally likely to do something wonderful as you are to fuck it up horribly. Right. And so, you know, you're like, okay, great. You know, there, that's one piece. And sometimes that'll shut it up. And then the other piece is what if, uh, what if you retask that part of yourself? Right. In, you know, sometimes it's just simply to hear it and say, oh, you're worried about that thing going horribly wrong. Yes, yes, I am. OK, well, if that happens, then I'll do X, Y and Z. I got it covered. You're good. Can we move on now? <sighs> you're sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, OK. Sometimes that's all it takes to you. Right. Um, and sometimes it's just, OK, I get that you're worried about things going wrong, but these are ridiculous things to worry about. How about instead you focus on uh, making sure that I don't sabotage myself? Right. Repurpose it. Give it a different focus and say that's now your new task. If you want to be looking for something every 30 seconds, that's what you can be looking for. And, and it'll be like, OK. <laughs> it just needs a task because it's like hyper, right? Um, and so that that can be helpful in improving your your sense of inner peace. Um, the other thing to keep in mind is every time you're in self judgment, you are literally resisting whatever change is coming. Okay, so if you see self judgment as resistance, that can be helpful in saying, "Oh, well, now this isn't actually me." picking on myself. This is just me stopping myself from moving forward because I'm scared or I'm feel out of control or I'm uncomfortable or whatever. Right. I feel like I'm not ready. So why don't I just focus on getting ready and then I don't have to do all this shit. Right. Okay. So there's that. Another thing that gets people miserable is the need to control the outside world. Which, of course, is a total fucking illusion, right? <laughs> we have no control over the outside world. None. Zero. Zip. Nada. Right? Nothing. So, and, and investing in outcomes over which you have no control is a recipe for misery. So, let's not do that. <laughs> let's, let's stay focused on what we have in our purview, what we have control over in our lives, which is basically us and what we choose to do, right? And accept that the world is the way it is. And while we may take actions to change things that we don't like, we cannot invest in the outcome because we have no control over it. Anything larger than your personal actions 
No matter what you do, no matter how much you push, no matter how much money you throw at it, no matter how much time and attention you put on it, it is it is outside of your personal control. Right now, as a group, as a part of a group, you may be able to have an impact, but you may not (laughs) because other people may not follow through. And then if you're invested, now you're screwed. Your inner peace is gone. It's like the Buddhists talk about with desire, where you have to remove the attachment to the desire, right? And, and it's okay to want something, just don't be attached to having it, right? So when you are looking at the world around you and seeing how things are screwed up, because we're wired to see how things are screwed up, right? I want you to also see the other side, okay? Which is, I've, I've been re-watching as part of my doing nothing in, in August. I've been re-watching a lot of shows from the early 90s. <laughs> um, Netflix and whatever else is out there, IMDb, whatever. And I am floored, although not because I grew up through this, you know, I, I lived through this. But I, the the... The nature of the conversation has changed so dramatically in that short span of time. And I know for you younger folks out there, you're going to be like, well, I was born in the 90s. That's so not a short span. Trust me, as you get older, 30 years is a short span of time. Okay. It is a really short span of time for a, a cultural shift of this this proportion it's just to take place. Yeah. yeah, it's a massive shift in a very short period of time. And the especially around women's issues in particular, um, the the Me Too movement and all of this awareness raising around um, that women live in fear and you know all this other stuff, right? Um, has really shifted a lot of the stuff in the cultural zeitgeist. And so, you know, when you look at the things that seem to be completely screwed up and out of control, I want you to recognize that. Yes, they're screwed up and out of control, but we're having conversations we have never had before, right? I mean, just insanely complex conversations. You know, when I was young in the 80s, you know, the uh, 70s even, um, but more so in the 80s. In the 80s, everything was polarized, black and white, you know, good or bad, right? And the the older I've gotten, the more nuanced the social conversation has become. And that's a really good sign. Okay. Now, yes, we've become more polarized in our politics because people are buying into propaganda, but the 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 people actually having conversations are having really nuanced conversations, which is a really good sign for our culture. And so, yes, you can focus on the the fuck upness, which there is a fair amount. But anytime you're you're having an evolution, there's going to be a backlash of people not wanting it. And that's what we're experiencing right now. We're having a massive evolution and a massive backlash of people going, "No, I don't like it. I don't like change. Change sucks. I want everything to be the way it was because I understood it, right? 
And that's just the nature of the beast. Well, and the there's, difficult there's no doing it. Yeah. And the difficult part when we're going through an evolution of this magnitude is that we tend to that nuance tends to get super granular, which is another element of what we're doing is we're trying to not only bring up these conversations, but people are bringing them up at such a granular level that you're losing the people that you might have been able to drag along. So it's really, really difficult evolution that people are quickly turning into some sort of a revolution, which also then makes it difficult to get everybody on board with. My friend Jules on TikTok just ran into this the other day. She was talking about the, uh, the, the challenges with, with the changes and whatnot. And she said something that was both progressive and supportive of the police and people flipped out (laughs) and it's like, police are people too. And they have, you know, while the, the infrastructure is set up poorly right now and the, and the way that, things are approached as set up poorly. Um, it doesn't mean that they're not people, right? The police are people and they are under their own stresses and they have their own stuff to deal with. And, and if you stop seeing them as people, you stop engaging the conversation at a level that can actually be moved forward. This is what you're talking about with going into the revolution thing. Once you get into revolution, now you're into propaganda on your own side right? It's like now you're buying into propaganda and us versus them and all that other stuff, which is so old, old, old programming, right? It can't evolve when you're polarized. You just can't do it. Yep. Exactly. So, you know, buying into these us versus them controversies is also going to make you miserable. (laughs) Okay. You're going to feel right. If, If you feel righteous, you are in a really bad place because you are in your victim state, right? If you are righteous about your, your cause, you are in a victim state and you will not have inner peace. Okay. So let's just go there. Now, next thing, getting enough sleep, getting enough water, getting enough food, getting enough stillness and downtime, getting enough time out in nature, Okay, not having everything be about what you have to do or who is expecting something of you. Having time that is just you might even cause you to want to run away to the woods and go into a cabin that has nothing, not even electricity. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So, you know, these are the things that that add to our sense of inner peace. And, and we think of them as, oh, it'll be fine. I'll sleep when I'm dead. It's like, well, you're not actually sleeping when you're dead. So let's just start with that. And secondly, you know, it, it's this macho bullshit of I'll sleep when I'm dead. I'll make my way through it. It'll be okay. Right. And it's, it's the, I'm going to power through. And, and it's all this shit that we have been fed our entire lives from the American culture. And, and it's, it's crap. It's absolute crap. We need enough sleep. We need enough food. We need enough water. We need enough air. We forget to breathe when we get under stress. We breathe really shallowly. And that amps up our cortisol levels, amps up our adrenaline, which causes us to go into adrenaline fatigue, right? Where you've, you've pumped your adrenaline through your system and then you crash because you got nothing left. 
do that often enough, you will end up with the the clinical adrenaline fatigue, which is your body f- stops being able to produce it or something like that. Um, not a medical professional, check your own references, but you know, you do that long enough and you're going to set your body up with a problem, right? And it causes you to gain weight. It stresses your body out. It causes inflammation. It does all kinds of evil, nasty stuff to your body. Um, cortisol messes with your ability to manage your, your blood sugar and your blood pressure. And there's all kinds of awful things that happen because we're powering through why do we want to do that? <laughs> like, life is hard enough, you know, hit the point where you're done, turn off the computer, go to bed. <laughs> or better yet, turn off the computer, go sit outside with your back on against a tree and your butt on the ground. You'll be happier. Even if it's raining, I promise you, you'll be happier than sitting in front of your computer for another two hours. Okay. And the world will not end because that thing did not get done. I promise. It just doesn't. You know, everybody is punting and everybody I know that is talking about this is like, oh, why can't I manage? I don't understand why I can't manage. I should be able to. No, you shouldn't. Nobody is. Everybody is feeling this way. And if they're not, they're probably lying to you. Or, you know, they're really good at self-care, one or the other. And I got to tell you, I'm pretty damn good at self-care and I'm still feeling it. I took most of August off and I still have a limit to what I can do before frying myself. You know, I have to walk right up to the edge and then back the hell off because if I hit over the edge and fry myself, I'm done for like three days. So, and that means that I'm actually still just barely not burnt out, right? Because if you hit that point and you're burnt for three days, you are burnt out. And you're just like flipping back and forth over the burnout level, right? And this is after taking a month off, right? And it's not, I I literally, it's, you know, if you think my life is complex, it really isn't. You know, a lot of people have illusions about what my life looks like. My life is mostly sitting in my house with my husband and my dog. And, you know, I talk to people on the Internet from time to time and I make food and eat it. And I go out in my yard and I water my plants and occasionally harvest things. That's it. That's my life. You know, once in a blue moon, we'll have people over for dinner much less often than we would like, because it's hard to get people to even show up because that's how fried everybody is. Right. So, yeah, it's. You know, I, it's not like I'm just sitting around the world. I'm, I'm literally just and I don't have kids. I mean, if I had kids, I don't even know. Right. I mean, there are days my dog is irritating. <laughs> like, like, what? What do you want, puppy? Right. It's, I'm just, I'm trying to give you, I'm not trying to make you feel bad for me. I'm trying to get you a perspective to understand that you're not being unreasonable when you say you're exhausted. Okay. You're not. And, and looking at your life and going, but I don't have any reason to be exhausted is not helping. Okay. If I did that with my life, I would never take time off. Right. Because I look at my life and I'm like, well, there's no reason to be exhausted except that I am. So, OK, I'm exhausted. I'm going to take some time off. Right. You have to learn to say that it's enough that you feel the way you feel. You don't have to have a reason for it. Right. 
So this is, this is again, coming back to the inner peace question, which is the whole episode, which is you need to start listening to yourself. Okay. Every stage of this apocalyptic pandemic we've been living through has had its reason. The initial hermit phase was to get us present to ourselves and our feelings, to get us ready for the initiation, to step into a spiritual path, to step into a spiritual awakening. We've done that now. This next phase is about exhaustion to get us in touch with our emotions, to get us in touch with our bodies, to put us in a place where we have to listen to ourselves and honor what our bodies and our minds and our emotions need, what our spirit needs, so that we can learn to navigate that more effectively. Okay, that's what this portion of the journey is about. If we fail in that, then we will be ill prepared for the next phase. Okay. And before you ask me, I, I don't know yet. <laughs> okay. Still waiting for it to evolve, but, but I'm pretty sure it's about integration. <laughs> so based on my knowledge of change, it's I'm pretty sure it's about integrating these things and, and then stepping into our new purpose in a, in a, in a more solid and uh, balanced way. I'm pretty sure that's what the next step is. We'll see. Uh, I'll let you know as I figure it out, but The process of finding inner peace is super important for this, right? Because until we learn to honor ourselves, until we learn to honor our feelings, until we learn to find our own sense of peace within the chaos that surrounds us, we are not operating from a place of power. We are operating from a place of reaction. Well, and to the point you just made about the potential next step being integration, you cannot integrate from a place of reaction. You have to have a stable platform from which to integrate. And that is why this this stage is so vitally important for everyone to be able to recenter after the chaos that we have been in and continue to be in. And being able to do that self-care and that self-realization of, I need a moment, I need a breath. You know, I I need that tree on my back and the ground under my butt. And I need that to recenter myself. That's so important right now. And so many of us are so used to filling our schedules to overflowing, right? And mid-July, I recognized that I needed downtime. And I reached out to a friend and she said, well, I want to Thank you for bringing me into presence about my lack of work-life balance because I can't find four days off until November. Mid-July, she didn't have four days off that she could take in a row until November. So, and, and this is the thing, is that we, we push out what we can make time for. And she was like, wow, I really need this. I really need it. And I can't. And this is, you know, we're... We're talking about inner peace here, but we're going to start talking in the next season. um, And this is a a little hint in the next season. We're going to start a new season at the beginning of January. One of the things we're going to talk about is being, you know, a spiritual practitioner or a light worker, you know, doing, doing this work in the world. One of the things that I find limits people who are spiritual entrepreneurs from their success Um, And one that limited me from my success for a long time was the fear of being run by your business. 
right? And that's what was happening to my friend, right? She couldn't cancel anything because it was all business related stuff that she'd committed to. And I, in order to get past my fear of losing my freedom, which is like my number one priority, right? I'm like, I got to feel like I'm free, right? The the fear of losing my freedom was so real that every time my calendar started to fill up, I just started to like get stressed, right? I gave myself unilateral permission to cancel anything I wanted to, anytime I wanted. And that allowed me to make the shift, right? Because I now know that if I need to not do something, I just cancel. In fact, this episode is a good example of that. My husband was having a bad day on at the moment that we were about to go and, and do our episode. And I texted Joey and said, can we punt? <laughs> and he said, absolutely, we can punt. And so now we're recording on Sunday instead of on, on uh, Tuesday nights or as we normally do. So, um, you know, but this is an example of that, right? It's, it's, you have to give yourself space. You have to give yourself space to breathe. You have to give yourself space to be. And you have to give yourself space to eat, sleep, and be. You know, just, just take down time. Breathe, right? That's the word I was looking for, not be. Breathe, right? So, in a nutshell, inner peace. Stop attaching to outside income, uh, outside outcomes that you cannot influence or control. You may influence them, but you cannot control them. Stop attaching to them. Be kinder to yourself. Remind yourself that you're safe and that bad things, yes, can happen, but good things can happen too. Find your stillness. Give yourself a break. If you're tired, let yourself be tired, even if you don't have a good excuse for being tired. Stop worrying about why. Okay, let go of the why for your feelings. Your feelings are your feelings and you don't have to have a reason. That's going to be like the best piece of advice I can give you right now because we're all having some weird ass feelings right now. And it's just like, I don't even know. I got random stuff coming up and okay, fine. So just feel it and let it go. It is probably old stuff that was stuffed from years ago that you don't even know what it's about. It doesn't matter. Stop worrying about the why. Just let the emotion go. Move on, right? If you're tired, be tired. If you're exhausted or, or overwhelmed, let yourself be exhausted or overwhelmed until you feel better, right? It's, you know, nurture yourself. Take care of yourself, you know, there's, there's the adult you, but there's also the inner child that's desperately screaming out, take care of me, take care of me, take care of me, love me, love me, love me, nurture me, nurture me, nurture me, right? And every time you go, well, I'm just going to power through, you're, you're telling your inner child that, that they don't matter, right? And you're telling them to sit down and shut up and you know, maybe you'll get a massage later, right? It's like sticking a sucker in the mouth of the, the child and saying, please stop throwing a temper tantrum, Right? And it's, it's, it's a massage or a nice dinner is not going to solve abusing yourself for a month. <laughs> it's not going to fix it, right? So self-care is super important, right? So that's, 
So that's the final piece. Yeah. And that's, that is the perfect summary because it's really what you just gave there is a beautiful summary of what we've been talking about. It, it seems so simple to listen to that sort of bulleted list, but there's so much in there for us to do, for us to uncover, for us to unpack and for us to work through. It's, you said at the beginning of the episode, um, there's a lot to discuss here and it goes down some very deep paths. There is no finding inner peace, especially if you've not done any of this work prior to now without dealing with some of the the past stuff you have to deal with. There are ways to do that. There, there are programs that you have that help people do that. Um, and they can find those on kellysparta.com specifically. I'm assuming inner peace 101 is a great program for them to get into there. Yeah, if you go on to the uh, Sacred Power and Purpose Mystery School, the very first thing that's initially discussed is the Inner Peace Program, and you can just click the Learn More button, and it'll teach you more. If you can imagine, I gave you a ton of stuff in this episode. That program is actually four months worth of content that where we go really in-depth into Inner Peace. And so, you know, I gave you a bunch of stuff, and most of it isn't actually even part of the program because the program's got even more in it. So there's, there's like a whole bunch extra. So, um, yeah, it, it, it changes everything. And if this is resonating, if you're listening to this episode and you're saying, fuck yes, that is exactly where I am right now. Um, this is a reminder to either get yourself to that space because you know how to, or get into a position Whether you mentioned it, whether it's therapy, whether it's a program, whatever it is, get yourself somewhere where you can heal that part that's screaming out, that's abusing you, that's doing all of those things, because that's really, really difficult right now. There's a, a lot of us, and I will put myself in that boat for sure, uh, that are, that are struggling with that right now. It's, it's really hard to, you know, you mentioned that they can't find four days until November. I literally had that conversation this morning where I was like, okay, you know, here's this, 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 I can maybe take a couple days there in November. And then as I was, even as I was saying it, I'm looking at my calendar going, nope, nope, I can't that week. So it looks like maybe January. So it's stuff like that, where all of us are doing that sort of, you know, moment and this is a this episode is a fantastic reminder to reset that sort of perspective and make sure that you're also caring for yourself as well as all of the other people and responsibilities you have around you. Yeah. I mean, even Stephen Covey back in the 80s said very important thing that highly effective people do is take time to what he called sharpen the saw, which is downtime to take care of yourself. And, you know, that was back in the 80s where you didn't say that. So that's how important it is. So let me just say that this is, this is, it's there, right? It's, it's, it's super important and you need to to prioritize. You are the operating system of your life. And if you don't prioritize your upgrades, your system will crash. That sounded like a Kellyism to me. There you go. <laughs> I didn't mean it to be, but there it is. Yeah, I, think, I think that was your Kellyism. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, if with that, is there anything else that you want to add? Nope. All right. That's what I have. Yep. What Perfect. I <laughs> all right. Well, that is all that we have for this week, folks. And it was 
a heck of a lot that we have for this week. But be sure to join us next time as Kelly adds another chapter into your guide to energy, magic, and the spirit world. I am Joey C., here with Kelly Sparta, and you have been listening to Spirit Trippa. So long, everyone. Bye. Loving you and knowing you share with a condition. Each mile I travel over 13,000 miles. Spirit Trippa is the sole property of Kelly Sparta Enterprises and is distributed under a Creative Commons BY-NC-ND 4.0 license. For more information about this licensing, please go to www.creativecommons.org. Any requests for deviations to this licensing should be sent to kelly at kellysparta.com. To sign up for or get more information on the programs, offerings, and services referenced in this episode, please go to www.kellysparta.com. This episode of Spirit Sherpa has been produced by Honey Voice Productions with post production by Christopher Wright. Into my home and my love.